Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. We got to start walking through Psalm 92 in our last episode. The psalmist opens telling us that it is a great thing to give praise to the Lord. This was a timely statement after we had learned in the previous few episodes and Psalm 91 the great protection that our Father provides for us and the abounding love that He bestows, though we have done nothing to earn it. Then the psalmist told us that in the morning we should sing about his loving kindness and at evening about his faithfulness. This led us to discuss how we are setting our brain to start the day and how we're ending it. There are tons of studies that will say that working out in the morning starts your body off on a good path in XYZ manner. And personally, I have found that to be very true with high productivity as one of the subsidiary results. Others will tell you that working out after a long day to relieve stress is a good plan and I can also attest to the benefits of this, though I'm not as consistent in the evening as in the morning due to other evening activities. All that to say, just like there are benefits to working out our body to start or end our day, so too there are benefits to setting and ending our spiritual body's routine. When we wake, are we reflecting and realizing, thanking God for his loving kindness to us and to our world? Then, when we are falling off to sleep, are we thanking and recognizing Him for His faithfulness to us throughout the day? I certainly have a workout routine that I strictly follow to keep my body in prime physical condition, but not until reading this had I thought about doing something similar with my spiritual body to start and end the day. It is something I've started implementing and have seen great results. Have you tried it, and what were your results? That was the main point from the last episode, though, not the entirety of what we discussed. But instead of rehashing it all, let's see what new gems we can learn from Psalm 92 in this episode. Psalm 92.9 For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered, but my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see my desire on my enemies. And mine ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. To shew that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. This first verse we read here is a little interesting in that it repeats that the enemies of God, and then it says, will perish. I wonder if that's to ensure that there is no confusion about who is being talked about, and that no one who is an enemy of God will be left out. It then goes further to say that the workers of iniquity will be scattered. It is comforting to be reminded that though there are enemies to God, and that they are creating evil, they will not last for long. Instead, God will scatter and destroy them. The next several verses tell us that the desires of the psalmist will come against those who are against him. We've discussed this before in other episodes, how it's interesting that the psalmist lists things that he wants to have happen to his enemies, and here we're told that they will happen. We are also told that God will exalt and anoint his own. Truly, what a blessing to have God make you flourish and prosper. The verses then tell us that the righteous are like thriving palm trees. This made me think about a palm tree. Most of the time it grows in places where it's very warm and without much water, and oftentimes 
without many other trees around. This made me think that though we may not have all the comforts or the greatest abundance of friends, we can succeed and grow where we are planted, providing a central shade to those around us. The verse then says that the righteous are like a cedar in Lebanon. This reminded me that Solomon only used cedars from Lebanon to build the temple in Jerusalem. Must have been strong, straight, and great wood to ship them from Lebanon to Israel to build with. Like the trees, God will build us up to be strong and good in the area that he has placed us. Are we letting him work on us and through us to benefit those around us? The psalmist then tells us that those planted near God will prosper, being fat and thriving, causing them to bear fruit until an old age, living a long and full life. I'm not sure about you, but that certainly sounds like the life that I hope God allows me to have and that others are able to be blessed for a long time through what God is doing in my life. The last verse of the psalm tells us that all these things are made possible to tell us and the world that God is our rock and that he is perfectly righteous. What an amazing legacy. Join me in the next episode to see what we can learn from Psalm 93.